This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. And I tell you what, Judd's going to come on and I can tell Judd flat out. It's much, much easier now to uh, give everybody on uh, social media and, well, on the Internet in general, all my banking information so they don't have to look it up. I can just give it to them, you know. (laughs) How many times a day does somebody ask you for your banking information? They, they ask nicely, though. So I mean, <laughs> yes. you do it, right? Yes, I mean, do. you know, I mean, if you're nice about it, you can have, you know, r- routing numbers and banking information and that type of thing. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's probably you're probably asked three times a day for that. Oh, I am much more than that, even. I don't know what the hell I must have. Well, I do know that the uh, I won't say which card it is because it's not. There's no reason for it. But I literally started checking back after this all started. You know, mm-hmm. the people trying to get your banking information, your card information, all that stuff. I went back, and there was a, a card. No reason, no reason to tell you which one it was. But there was a guy that took $5 out of my card every week for about three years, and nobody knew he was doing it. Dang. Isn't that amazing? The long con, eh? So imagine if he did that to 1,000 people. Yeah. Or you even know, so just you. That's enough right there. Five bucks? 20 bucks uh, a month? Yeah, 20 bucks a month. But if he did it to a thousand people, that's twenty thousand a month, man. That's almost, a lot of money. Almost three hundred. Uh, yeah. I mean, two fifty or so a year. That's not bad. But just I will for tell you extra, what. Extra money. I will tell you what, uh, because they didn't catch it, because it is their job to catch that stuff too, not just you. Yeah. Uh, they repaid all that money to me. Yeah. The card company did. So that was that was great. I thought it was wonderful. But be careful. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, one of the things that people don't realize is with a debit card, if you have somebody steal that and they take money out of your account, mm-hmm. it's gone. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah. yeah. Credit cards. That's the way to go. I yep. tell everybody, like, find a card that has all of the perks that you want, whether you want airline miles, whether you want to get a blender, whatever yeah. it might be. Right. Find a credit card that uh, will give you points. That way you get free stuff on top of spending money. And then if something were to happen, most of the time, about 97% of all credit cards uh, have a uh, where you don't have to pay if somebody yeah. were to steal but your information. I'll Correct. tell you who does pay the businesses that you bought from because yep. the credit card company will come after them, even if you're a small business. Because I worked for a little shoe place called Schuster's, and a guy Schuster's, yeah, a lot of like German uh, shoes. Like, I remember Schuler's, yep. Uh, it's not Schuler's, this was Schuster's, Schuster, and okay. it was we had like four employees. Um, this guy here in town owned it. So a guy used a fake credit card over the phone to get a whole run of shoes. Sure. And we sent him to California, whatever. And the, and the person working was like, all right, whatever. Pretty naive person who did this, but, you know, whatever. And then the credit card company said, you didn't do, hey, company, you didn't do your due diligence. We're getting the money from you and you're not getting the product right. back. So the customer whose card was stolen gets the money back. And the person who stole the card gets the product, all the shoes, Ooh. and then the small company is just out. Like, no, we just lost oh, the money. That's too bad. Yeah. That is unfortunate. It just never happens to great people like, you know, sports reporters. That's true. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, that's not true. This guy was <laughs> part of the, if, if you recall, uh, it's probably like five years ago now, the whole Target thing. So oh, Target yeah. got. Oh, yeah. Target had a massive breach. Well, guess what? One day we... Uh, our card was declined because we 
we had had so much withdrawn that day or spent oh. that, that day, and it was part of the target thing. I think I actually, you know what, working with the bank, I think I, we did get that back, though. Yeah. Well, so, that's good. Glad to hear it. But yes, yes. And so the bank was good about it, but uh, you talk about a pain in the ass. I know. Just a pain it in is. the ass. And that's what they count on, the fact that it's such a pain in the ass, you'll just ignore it and give them five bucks a month anyway. I mean, some of these people just won't do anything about it, and they get that money for the rest of the time, I guess. I don't know. And again, if you got a 1,000 people doing that, 5,000 a month pretty good. So it, was this some type of, of uh, fraud, Tom? Or was it was, this yes. like It was so supposed it, to be like a magazine subscription they listed it as. Okay. So it was a fake magazine subscription. Oh, well, then, yeah, they probably did it from thousands of people. Yes, that's what I'm thinking. It, yeah, no, you're right about that. <clears throat> So it, it was a very orchestrated sort of savvy because it's five oh, yeah. bucks. Like oh, five, yeah. five bucks, you're you're not going to immediately say, "Oh my God, what's going on with five dollars?" Right, being gone. that's exactly right. Wow, oh, those are the guys, God. the men and women who make all the money, are the ones who take little by little instead of going uh-huh. for the big score, because little uh-huh. by little, I didn't even notice it was happening. To tell you the truth, you know, no five bucks, you wouldn't. No, you just don't even know. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'll just pay my bill. It's five bucks, whatever. Um, so, yeah, be careful with all that, that whole situation. Um, another thing, I want to tell you something. Uh, I might start doing Karnak again. Remember Karnak when Johnny Carson used to do Karnak? Oh, God, yeah. The Magnificent. He, would, he could yeah. tell the future and all that stuff. I'm going to get that big turban and the whole deal because I don't know how I did this, but I, I predicted that the Twins wouldn't win last night. <laughs> oh, then you've got to bring it back because if you if you can see into the future like that, Tom Bernard, you are unbelievable. <laughs> you just knew they had no chance of winning, none. You know, oh my God, this is and I I, I love the text you sent me. Uh, I think it was on Sunday saying so they won Friday and Saturday, and I didn't watch, and I'm starting to watch on Sunday, and they're losing. It's me, and I said. You did Friday and Saturday were two of the most painful baseball games. Yes, and now they did win those, and they did sweep ultimately. Yes, but yeah, I I said on our our show with uh, Phil and Declan yesterday, my exact words were, "Let's see how they do against Seattle, which isn't a great team, but they but they can pitch." Oakland is so bad, yeah, and so hard to watch that I I cannot put a lot of stock in beating that team. And of course, last night they went in, took a lead. Sonny Gray melted down. Yep. What again? What's going? What's going on with the starting pitching now? Lopez on Saturday gave up, puked up a six nothing lead <laughs> last night. What the hell's going on now? I, I it's very very frustrating. And I will tell you one thing though. I think it was the Star Tribune this morning. I was looking at online, and they're starting to ask a question: Is it time to get rid of Buxton? He is his career over. I have. I'm very concerned. Me now, too. Me too. Now he's in the second year, if I'm not mistaken, of a seven-year contract. Oh, there's God. there's a complete no trade clause, so he he can't <laughs> and and is he can't be traded. Oh God. But here's my concern, and they were t- talking about this on the on um, Fox Sports One d- did a national telecast last night. But you know, right. here's a guy with a bad knee, a bad hip, a bad back. And he's what, twenty seven, twenty eight years old. Yep, I am. I am very concerned that this is that something's really wrong here, and that they, they keep and they keep playing him too, which is driving me crazy. Right. 
But yeah, the, 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 the exact point uh, this morning that I saw in the Star Tribune was it, it's time to think about maybe putting him out to pasture. They got to pay him anyway. So that's going to yeah. be a problem. But it, it, the, the guy, what is he now, like one for 29 in his last 29, 30 appearances? Oh, what it's terrible. Him? He went into, so uh, on Sunday he dropped below 200 for the season. He dropped Damn. to 199 and last night went 0 for 5 with three strikeouts. I mean, oh, it, it, and what kills me is he's hitting third still. I know. Why is he? I don't know. I don't know. Which gets back to my, which gets back to your question, but it goes beyond that is, what the hell's Rocco doing? Is it time? I mean, this is remarkable. They've got these guys that they've got some guys that are starting to hit now. And then, you know, Buxton's clogging the drain of the lineup every time he comes up and <laughs> yes. he's hitting third. He's like, it's I just, it's, it drives me nuts. I couldn't agree more. I think maybe at the end of this season, if this continues, and I think it will continue, they're going to have to pretty much clean house over there. They're going to have to. You can't go through a season like this. I mean, you're, yes, you're in first place in the worst division in baseball. I understand that. Right. But it's not going to get you anywhere. I, I just, I tried. I didn't watch the game last night because I knew they were going to lose. I didn't even bother to watch. Well, and, and it was sort of a fraudulent one-run game because they, they oh, were down okay. 7-3 in the top of the ninth with two outs and I think down to, to their last strike. And, and, of course, Kepler, who doesn't get a hit when it matters, <laughs> It's a three-run homer, so you're like, oh, it's seven-six, you know, not so bad. Uh, um, but you know, yeah. Kepler, Kepler, and Buxton just continue to play every day, and I, for the life of me, don't get it. I don't either. Uh, all these people, I just don't understand. Joey Gallo can't hit. He can hit a home run. That's all he can do. And that's what he did last night. And that's and that's I what he does it. occasionally, but not yep. enough. Yep. There's so many people on that team that shouldn't be on that team. It's unbelievable. I, and it breaks my heart because you know I'm a huge Twins fan. Yeah. Well, it does. It and it's fun. And it's great when they're good. No, Nobody wants them to not be fun to watch. You know? Yep. That's the thing. Yep. We all want them to be fun to watch. We all want them to be good. And I know that, that they're in first place. But I would, I would argue that there has never been less excitement for a first place team, deservedly so, at least in this town, than the Twins right now. Yes, indeed. I did not watch this quarterback thing, but it, they're promoting the hell out of it on uh, on streaming. Uh, did you watch that? Yes, I binged it all uh, in in a very sick way last Wednesday. Eight eight episodes in one day. It's interesting. It's a is it really? It's a, okay. It's league friendly, so they don't like give you a lot of secrets, but you get a lot of really good b behind the scenes stuff, which is. Which is fun to, to see. It's sort of a window into the type of stuff that, as fans in sports, we don't see. Why would they pick our quarterback to be part of that, though? I don't get that. So I think what they were going after is this. I think they were going after, and it, this was the first one. It, it was done by the league and then o Omaha Productions, which is Peyton Manning's company. Yeah. I think, and I think what they were after was a star, which, you know, Pat Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes yeah. is great. <clears throat> yep. His old man was not as a pitcher for the Twins, no, but he is. Fantastic. No, that's exactly right. What the hell happened there? Another Pat um, Mahomes. Uh, I think they picked Kirk because Kirk is a very good middle of the road type of quarterback. Because the third guy was, um, at the time, Marcus. Mariota, who was mm -hmm. a really high draft pick at Tennessee. Yep, yep. And he spent last year before essentially quitting the team with the Falcons. 
So I think what they wanted was the juxtaposition of three guys oh, okay. in very different places. So it wasn't it wasn't that I think they loved Kirk. I think it was Kirk sort of symbolized that middle tier guy who's good, but certainly not as good as Patrick. And Marcus Mariota was before he basically walked away from the team because he claimed he was hurt is about as boring as you can get. So I think that was there. I <laughs> well, mean, it was, <clears throat> there is nothing there, my man, with him. It was not fun to watch him, but yeah, Kirkin was fun. I was watching it with someone and I made a comment like, Mariota must be Hawaiian for boring. Because he yeah, is the most yeah. boring guy you've, and I'm so glad that you used that adjective to describe him because that is exactly the word that I used. There's just nothing there. He's not, he's not an up guy. He's not a down guy. At least with Aaron Rodgers, like, he was kind of an ass. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and you kind of expected it. Like, yeah. there was a look. I mean, kind of. Kinda. Huge, yeah. But You're a total ass. But nonetheless, you still had, like, there was something behind. Yeah, personality. This yeah. guy is a wet blanket. I mean, he's yeah. beige curtains. Yeah. That's all he is. Oh. It is just, there's nothing there. It's forgettable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I did not watch it. Uh, one thing I will tell you, I think I mentioned this to you before, Joe, that uh, on uh, Christmas vacation, it, went out, it was spring vacation. It was one of the two. I don't remember. But uh, Kirk Cousins was sitting about two tables away from me at a restaurant down in Florida. Mm-hmm. He's not very big. I thought he'd be a lot bigger than he is. I mean, he's Mm-mm. tall, but he's very narrow-shouldered. which He's surprised very me. thin. He's very surprisingly thin. thin, I thought. I, I, I couldn't believe how thin he was. Honest to God. He, he, uh, he looked like a stick, for Christ's sake. Yeah, but, you know, part of that now, Tom, too, is like this whole... In, in sports, um, nutrition thing yeah, and all yeah. these things. Gone are the days, it feels like, and it, this is probably not true across the board, but gone are the days of, like, Joe Cap, who just was a huge guy. But, I mean, I don't think he did a lot of, how, how can I put this, off-season training either. No, unless it was a fist fight. Yeah. Well, and then he, <laughs> he was, was good about it. Well, and I think he did the uh I think he did the curls with beer as well, right? Oh, yes. A lot of Quite curling. Quite a few of those. A lot of curling. There's no question about it. But yeah, Cousins is not a big look. He he is tall. He He's is tall, not yes. He is not a big guy though. No, I was surprised literally, honestly. I would say looking at her right now that your shoulders are wider than his. Really? I'm not kidding you. They I are. Mean, I have wide shoulders for a girl. Yeah, for, for a girl. Play quarterback, Brittany. I I'm on Come it. Come on. That's I'm stepping up. I got this. It's kind of the QB of the show, don't you think? I like to oh. think so. Yeah, I know you like to think so. <laughs> There's no getting around that. No question about. It. I don't know. I I just I look forward to the Vikings uh, coming up as well, but I just I I tried to watch the quarterback thing, but I never turned it on. I just I don't know. I because I know Pat Mahomes is magnificent, and I'm not a I'm not a Cousins fan. And the other Mariota, I just didn't care about two out of three of them. And I already know what Mahomes can do, so there's no reason for me to really watch it. Yeah, it's just a, if if you like sports, it's a it's a pretty in, interesting, intriguing peeling back of the curtains. But I will yeah, say this. Yeah. I will say this, as fortunate as he is to have a son who is a future Hall of Fame quarterback, life, I believe, has been difficult on the former twin, Patrick Mahomes. Really? Oh, yeah. What's yeah, going he's, on? Uh, I don't know, but he's, um, and I mean, he's he's older, too, but he's not that old. It's not no, like he's God, no. 80 or something like that. 
Uh, but yeah, he has, uh, I think he's had his fun. He looks like a guy who's had a oh, lot of the, that's what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yeah. Weathered. Is that the right word? Is that the, uh, correct word? It looked, he looks, he looks like he enjoyed his playing career and I don't necessarily mean just on the field. So do you think he did a lot of 12 ounce girls? Uh, it, I would guess that that is part of the case. Yes. <laughs> I heard he's a very, very nice guy. I never met him. Seemed like heard, a good guy. He's a really Seemed like good a guy. guy. But again, I, I, where was that talent? Where was that? I mean, yeah. the kid is unbelievable. He is. We got to take a very quick break. Be right back, Judd. You got uh, you got about another what twenty minutes with us, or yes, fifteen Most something like that. All right, we'll be right back. Hi, it's Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. God, I'm really sorry that I missed him and his lovely wife on the boat. I was going to... Him and Lisa were so fun. No, he's a great guy. I've not met Lisa, but he's a great guy. He's obsessed with his dog, Riggs. So, of course, I'm like, yes, you and I can hang (laughs) anytime. I will hold your baby dog like a baby. There you go. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners here, this uh, special offer going on through the end of July. When you visit the Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup cameras. Or campers, cameras, good. Campers, I'm talking about pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood uh, Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. I said you can't sit around. you hear me? I'm on it. I'll see my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Niemeyer's.com. The up to five grand off sales event ends July 31st. Boating season is here, and many of you will be hauling a boat to the lake this summer. At Bradshaw Bryant, we encourage you to keep yourself and others safe by obeying the laws of the lakes. Keep in mind that children 10 and under are required to wear a life jacket at all times. It's also good to make sure everything on the boat is in working order before heading out into the water. Alcohol causes thousands of boating injuries every year. Remember that the captain is responsible for the crew and cannot be over the legal limit. And please, not only be aware of other boats in the water, but keep an eye out for water skiers, tubers, and jet skiers. I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. Please do your part to keep yourself and others safe on the lakes this summer. You can find Mike Bryant of Bradshaw and Bryant and at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Mike Bryant, seeking justice for the injured. Working hard and going farther with Mike Bryant on your side. Seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. 
Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. On MyPillow's 20-year anniversary with over 80 million pillows sold, Mike Lindell and the MyPillow employees want to thank each and every one of you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Queen-size MyPillow's regular price is $69.98, now only $19.98 and just $10 more for king-size. MyPillow's patented fill adjusts your exact individual needs to help you get the best sleep ever. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square to get Mike's amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for only $19.98. Enter promo code TOM. In addition to this special anniversary offer on the MyPillows, you will also receive deep discounts on all MyPillow products such as bed sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, mattresses, my slippers, and so much more. Take advantage of the biggest sale in MyPillows history. Go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to take advantage of Mike's special offer on his MyPillow. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOM. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. Big mug, huh? It's a big mug, is it? Is that what you're saying? I'm sorry. I, my, my headphones aren't working, so I can't respond to that. Your headphones aren't working? I'm just acting like that because I don't want to respond to you asking that question. You big baby. <laughs> well, mom, I know. What? Your head is normal size, sir. I do have a melon. That is true. There's no question. So do I. Yeah, you don't and I both sweat. got melons. That's true. I got a big <laughs> head. I have a yeah. listener email. Uh, from, Ooh, I love these. From Trevor. Uh, he said, they pick Kirk to show you how much... Suck a whole state will put up with. <laughs> so that's from Trevor. Work. Uh, th- that, by the way, is Trevor again, folks, mm-hmm. who love Kirk Cousins. Trevor was the one who weighed in with that. I love him because he sucks so much. I don't know that he sucks. He's just not very good. He's very mediocre, I guess is the best way to put it. He can do some things beautifully, and other things he just fails miserably. Like painting. He yes, can paint like really well. Yes, it's, it's just not football. It's a hell of a singer. <laughs> Great singer. Is he a good singer? Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, no. There's, I mean, he sang for Jesus for many, many years. When Jesus washed. Did he do that song? I, that I might that actually song. be. Do you remember this song that he sang, Judd? Because they have video of him singing uh, on stage. Oh, I can't remember the name of the. Day. Yeah, but it was something like that. Oh, happy day. Yeah. It definitely wasn't ministry, Jesus Built My Hot Rod, which I think what he would have been able to crush had he done well, it, but it wasn't. Jesus Built yeah. My Hot Rod. He was singing so much for Jesus. Couldn't Jesus repay us and him and the Vikings and yeah. make these things work? Exactly. Come on, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Way to go, Jesus. I knew it. <laughs> Typical. Typical. <clears throat> That's one thing i got to tell you very quickly. That's the kind of humor Toots would never put up I know. with. Tom, you can do whatever you want, but do not make fun of Jesus. I know. <laughs> like, okay. But I, yes, I, Mom. I just I think Jesus is in on the joke, too. No, I think so. I think you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, my mom was the same way, though. Yeah, yeah, I'd get the same thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, don't, no, uh-uh. Don't, don't tempt fate there. That's what her whole thing was. Don't, don't tempt fate. <clears throat> Don't, I lo- don't go too far. I love that one painting, the one with the cross right down the middle, or right down from the left corner to the bottom right corner. Uh, and the upper part of that uh, slash is a, an NFL player on one knee thanking Jesus for scoring a touchdown, 
And just below that the little line, there's Jesus with his feet up watching hockey. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that, yes. I love that picture. Yep. It's the greatest. He's Jesus. like, you're on your own, yeah. football. He's, I don't give a rat's ass about the NFL. I'm watching hockey, man. Yeah. Just betting on games. Oh, left yeah. and right. Would it be legal for Jesus to bet on games? That's not fair. Well, here's the question. Is is there a sports book in the afterlife? Ooh, there might be. Yeah, and is there one that only takes fish and loaves? Yeah, because that's all he's got. It's his all currency. He, yeah, it's all he's got. Well, I can tell you this. If he's yep. if his big concern is hockey, he hates Minnesota then. <laughs> well, good point. <clears throat> yeah, we dropped another one this year, didn't we? <clears throat> Once again, but what are you gonna do? So the baseball team's doing what we thought they would do. Um, the football team, what do you think? Do you think the Vikings are going to be any good this year? So I don't think they're going to win 13 games again because that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Now, they, they do play 17 now, not 16, and right. this is going to be, I think, the third year of that. But I don't think they're going to win 13 games. But I actually think that they are, as a whole, that they should be improved because the offense, the offense was inconsistent as hell. Like, they, they yeah. had... Kirk Cousins tied a record, a league record with eight fourth quarter comebacks. Okay. They did that because they basically didn't score in the second and third quarters. Right. Right. So I think the offense actually in O'Connell's second year and then Kirk's second year with O'Connell, I think the uh, offense improves. And this is going to sound like I'm being a smart ass, but the defense can't be worse. That's true. Yeah, that is. So true. I think they're going to be. I think they're going to be an approved team that probably wins fewer games. If that somehow is, if I can torture that to make sense, that's what I think they're going to probably end up doing. I don't know if it was you or Phil that pointed out uh, that Justin Jefferson named his five best quarterbacks in the NFL, and his own quarterback wasn't one of them. Oh. <laughs> yeah, and his own quarterback, when asked about it, it's like, yeah, hopefully I make the next the list next year. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? You know, the morning shows in town are all right. Uh, there's B, 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 and B. And after, yep. they don't even get brought up. That's got to be a problem, man. You would think that a competitor... But this this is why Kirk is weird. Like, I'm sure it bothered him deep down. Yeah, um, yeah. Kirk doesn't share a lot of stuff that bugs him. But that, but that being said, too, I actually admire Jefferson a lot. For telling the truth, because he's right. Yeah. Kirk's not a top five. Like, ordinarily, right. a guy will torture the list to be like, well, my guy's on that list. And I appreciate the fact that Jefferson, being a no BS guy, was basically like, here's the five best. So did he go with Mahomes first? I assume he did. Yeah, he had Mahomes. He had his guy, Joe Burrow, who, who he played with in college and won a national championship okay. uh, at LSU. Uh, he had Josh Allen. Forget the other two that he. I don't remember him either. Did them, but anyway, the thing with him is, yeah, I, he he was not going to lie. He was not going to put Kirk on there just to to be kind. But it was weird that Kirk was like, yeah, okay, hopefully I make that list uh, next year. Didn't make it this year. Is Justin easy to deal with? For a for his position, yes. Oh, that's what I've heard. That's that's good to hear. The, the wide receiver position has always been just a bunch of very egomaniacs you know it's a lot of guys who are who are sort of out there Stefan Diggs when he got here I, yeah. I thought was really good yep. and then he became he became progressively more di- difficult to deal with hopefully Jefferson doesn't go in that direction 
But yeah, Justin Jefferson seems for a guy who is as talented as he is, like a really grounded kid. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad to hear that. That's good news. Now, now the caveat to that, though, that I have to be very, very careful about is this. I'm telling you, dealing with him, like, coming off the practice field and in oh, a yeah. locker room, right? Yep. I will always say this. One of my favorite Vikings to cover was Darren Sharper because he seemed like such a good guy. Right. And he is now serving multiple uh, jail terms for drugging and raping people. So I'm always very careful to say I'm a big, we don't know these people at at all. So if something happens in the future, it doesn't come back and bite me in the ass. So, you know, you said this guy was a great guy. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's not like we really know them. Yeah. That's very, very true. You don't really know them, And most people do not really know them. No, and every, it's so true. It's like all the monsters out there know how to act like not monsters when they need to, so. I still don't understand the attraction to, I'm going to have sex with someone who's knocked out. Oh boy, that's got to be a ball, huh? Yeah, well, be very thankful that that's not something you can wrap your head around. (laughs) I suppose. I mean, I just, where's the thrill in that? I don't know. Well, I don't know if she's attracted to me or not, but I'm going to just assume that she is. Like, okay, great. (laughs) And, And Darren was a very good looking guy. Yeah, this, was not a, yeah. yep. this was not a guy who I that that's a chip in the brain I'm glad I can't comprehend. Yes. No, I think that's a very, very good point. Um so what else is happening? Anything else good happening in the sports world? No, it's pretty it's pretty dead besides that. The trade deadline, if I am correct on this, is two weeks from today or yesterday in baseball. So we'll we'll see if the twins I either add or subtract. Uh, but besides that, training camp starts in late July, and it's that July is the one month where it goes pretty quiet, sports-wise. Yeah, that is true because you got the yeah you're in mid-season. Yeah, that's true. No, you're absolutely right about that. I, I don't know. We'll we'll see how it all works out in the end. But I just I've been waiting since my brother got home from <clears throat> Vietnam for the Vikings to win a Super Bowl. So you know that was I didn't know your brother served in Vietnam. He served uh, six years. He just oh went there God. on vacation. Yeah, he wasn't he wasn't in the <laughs> Marine Corps. Recently. <laughs> he yeah, he was recently there fighting. It was like yeah. a week ago, yeah. yeah. Oh, as long as we got time, I'll tell you a very quick story about because Terry's nine years older than me. So we got back from Vietnam. I was, God, I don't know, I was like 17, maybe something like that. Mm-hmm. And that was back in the days when Poor people didn't even have remotes to change the channel on the television. You had to get up and change the channel. Oh, right? I remember that. The poor people TV. That's I what mean, it was. we never had a remote growing up. I know, up. I yeah. know, it's true. So Terry would go, Tom, go change the channel. I'm like, okay. So about five times he's going changing the channel. He said, Tom, change the channel. I'm like, no. He, has, he said, what? And I said, I'm not doing it. I'm not going to get up constantly and change the channel for you. It's not going to happen. So he starts to get up. So I break for the door. Yeah, good call. And lock myself in the bathroom. Yep. But the somehow I don't know how it was achieved, but the bathroom door broke in half. Okay, so whoops. <laughs> and he oh said, "Oh my god!" Oh, and he says to me, "You see the door there?" And I said, "I do." And he goes, "You be very, very glad that's not you." I'm like, okay, well. Uh, what channel did you want to get? <laughs> yeah. I missed that. How many more channels can I change I'll just stand for you? here. It's fine. Call me remote. I've got your back. Yeah. yeah that whole Four, era. five, nine, 
11. 11, whatever you want, I'm going to switch yeah. right to it. It was UHF. Two, two, four, five, nine, and 11. That, and then was, we got, that was everything. And then we got 23, 29 eventually. Eventually, yeah. yes, but not yeah. when he got home. It was yeah. a whole different deal. Totally. No question about it. But, you know, you look back at it. I just, I I know you just talked about train, training camp and all the rest of it, but are they ever, ever going to win a Super Bowl? Was it 77 was the last one they were in, 1977? Yep. Yep, against Oakland. <sighs> Haven't been back since. Mm-hmm. It's only, you know, 46 years ago. That's great. That's wonderful. $7 to get into that Super Bowl. That's what I heard. Uh, yeah, Seven I heard, bucks. Yeah. yeah, my old neighbor had a, a ticket stub in his wallet he walked around with. He had a laminated and he stuck it in his wallet. He's like, I'm going to show you something. He showed me an old ticket from the Super Bowl. That's how much it costs. $7, $7 to get into a Super Bowl. Could you imagine? Well, the first two did not sell out. I know that. The first two Super Bowls didn't sell mm-hmm. out. Correct. Nobody cared. How like, you did your left leg for seven dollar parking? Yeah, like, that's yeah. where you were at. And seven dollar parking. Yeah, the Brittany, ca- are you? Yeah. I know. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You would give your like left leg or firstborn for seven dollars. Sixteen dollars to park at a regular season Twins game absolutely. in the A ramp right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely, it does. But if you take the bus, oh, it's like three bucks. Judge, you hear that? That uh, it wasn't Twilight Zone. It was the other one? One step beyond. Where this family checks into a hotel and they got a suite, got a one bedroom suite. There's a whole sitting area and there's, you know, it was a suite. It was not just a little crappy hotel room. It was a very beautiful room, all the rest of it. And the wife says to the husband, so do you want to go out and have dinner? He goes, well, we can't or I don't have any money. She goes, what do you mean you don't have any money? Where'd the money go? And he said, and I quote, do you realize how much this room cost? It was a dollar and a quarter. (laughs) <laughs> it's like, whoa, this is 1961, right? Sure. 1961, one step beyond. A dollar and a quarter for a hotel suite. That quarter was the deal breaker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. 25 cents pushed him over the top. Oh, my God. I mean, that's the one thing about being very, very young, looking back. The things that you could buy for a nickel back then, that was amazing. Looking back now, it's like, you got that for a nickel. Is there anything more glamorous than having a sitting room in your hotel? Oh, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. No, it's true. It's absolutely true. We were looking at, though, yesterday on the, on the family deal because we took the kids to Scotland when they were young because we all wanted to go over. So we had, I had never been, you know, and now I've, I've been to Ireland, Scotland, England, most of those places. Italy we loved and all the rest of it. But I was shocked because a suite... At the Turnberry Hotel, uh, which has a great one of the great golf cor- courses you will ever play. It's a phenomenal golf. Well, there are a couple of them actually, but um, we checked and, and and a nice suite at the Turnberry still only. And I know this sounds like a lot of money, but you have to understand the era we're in is five hundred bucks, and that's for a suite, not mm-hmm. just a, a standalone ah. room. I was shocked it was that low. Because when you're paying two thousand dollars to fly from here to you know yeah. Fort Myers, that Two G's now on some of those flights. Isn't like, that crazy? holy Christ. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Uh, somebody, a friend of mine, just flew down a while back to fly to Fort Myers from Minneapolis. It was $2,000. And I mean, if you do off season, because I can get pretty yeah. cheap flights to Fort yeah. Myers because we just go at weird times to visit my parents. But yeah, if you're spring break esque, I would say. I'd say under a thousand, but you're talking about like a group of people, right? Like, yeah. Or two people or three people. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I was amazed that this wheat wasn't more than it was. Yeah, that's is, crazy. I mean, it is Scotland. They have a different economy than we do and all the rest of it, no question about yeah. it. But if you guys have never been, you should go to Scotland. Some of the Ireland, Scotland, England, Italy, Northern Italy particularly. Yeah. Some mm-hmm. of the most friendly people on earth. But my favorite is still the golf course at Villa Desta, up on the wall, Dominic Vincenzo or whatever his name was. This is a hard, hilly golf course, par 72, and Dominic, course record, 56. Whoa. (laughs) 56, and I said, Franco, that's the manager, Franco, what's that all about? He goes, Tom, don't tell anybody I told you this, but if anybody ever shoot a 55, that will be a 54. I'll just have to get someone in to change the number. Just change the number because he ain't ever given up the championship because uh, of how he got there in the first place. I'm oh. sure the guy went out and shot like a buck five and went, nah, put it down at 55. <laughs> good, good for him. That's a lot of pull right there. A little uh, mafia action, but other than that. Uh, you know what? It happens. It does, but um, well, it's still pretty safe to travel in Western Europe, isn't it? I think. Yeah, my sister and brother-in-law are headed to, I think, like, Switzerland and Rome, oh, and they're wow. doing the whole thing. Wonderful. Yeah, like a 10 yeah, yeah, they're all about it. So, yeah, from what I understand, it seems like it's safe, yeah. Is she going to go to Lake Luzerne? I don't know. I'm not oh, sure exactly God. what their plan is. I don't know. And yeah, all, yeah, I, yeah. all I know is that the, they've been planning this thing forever now, and I don't know. It, I feel like my sister always, uh, she says stuff like, this is a once-in-a-lifetime trip. And I'm like, this is your fourth time to Europe, okay? This is not a once-in-a-lifetimer, okay? Also, like, I literally heard Jen say, you know, the Disney was a four-year planning trip, and then Taylor Swift was in the making for four years kind of thing. And I want to be like, oh, my God, you have a lot of pending things. A lot of pending. I love that for you. Yeah. No, I know. You guys got... Got to run, but yes. I'll talk to you tomorrow, okay? Hi, Bye, Thank you very much, you. Bye. Bye, everybody. Oh, she just said she loved you. Did you hear that? Yeah, he's, that's why he's going to run away quick. Oh, that's why he shut it off already. He's, he's like, like, I'm out. I'm out of here. It's like that alone. AOL Instant Messenger. Just gone. AOL Instant Messenger? That that was a while back. Yeah, I know. That's the one we were just talking about? Yeah. yeah. So when was that? Was it the when 70s I was, or something? When I was in high school, that was yeah, big. Yeah, mid-90s. Mid-90s. Early, yeah. ni- early to mid-90s. Yeah, even like the early 2000s, that was a big staple. Yeah. How's that going? Because I remember when that first broke. AOL, I don't know how they're doing because... I only know one, no, I think I know two people with an AOL, and one of them is Mordal. I know Mordal has an AOL account He still. does? I think he Doesn't has an AOL. surprise me, actually. I know, I think he has an AOL email still, and then one other person. How's he doing? I don't know, I should check in on him. Because his health wasn't great last time I heard. Yeah. I always liked working with him. I thought he was, I mean, he's a crabby bastard. There's no getting around that. Did you ever work with him? I haven't. I've seen him. I've seen him live, but I've never worked with him, no. Actually, a really great guy, but he's a grumpy son sure. of a bitch. Oh, mm-hmm. my God, is he grumpy. Yeah, but when he <laughs> likes you, yeah. he's like comes in, and he, he'll bring donuts in all the time and yeah, stuff. Yeah, he's a very and giving guy. Yeah, he's, I love Mordahl. I tell you one thing about Mordahl, though. Uh, you're lucky probably you never did work with him because anybody made one little mistake, they would hear about it, and you could hear them hearing about it from sitting in the audience. He did not like people making mistakes. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Mordahl hated that. Yeah. He's, <clears throat> I got to go to his stand-up um, 
It was in that one place that was in Lilydale. The joke joint. Was oh, that? Yeah, yeah. Joke joint. I haven't heard that in a while. That's not still around. No, no. no. Ken and uh, they all moved down to Houston, and then that club oh. closed as well. Okay. Yeah. But it was one of those cool things where when I was buying tickets, I was like, "Do you want to pay two dollars extra for VIP?" And I was like, "Heck yeah!" Like I never get like a little upgrade like right, that. Right. Like, seems like a no brainer. Did not put together, of course, the, the fact that two dollars <laughs> extra would get me a half inch from the stage. And you know what it's like when somebody you know yeah, that's is true. performing, yes. like you know very well. You're like, I, I should not have said, I'm so sorry. Like, this is not the spot. This is not the move. I would like to formally, I'm thinking like, we'll just get like nicer chairs in the back. But nope, I was like a half inch from the stage. And then had to like, as like a stage mom, was just like... Everything, Yay, you know, like, that's you're, funny. you're doing great. Great job. <laughs> that was a great joke. Like, I could not, I would, I enjoyed myself immensely, but I found myself going, this was a mistake. God, that's one thing about knowing a lot of people from doing the morning show all those years and all that stuff, knowing, and then going to see them. Yes. Because if you're in the audience and somebody starts heckling them, you get this feeling like, I got to go over and stop that guy. Oh, which they don't want you doing, obviously. No. I feel like I would definitely have to fist fight somebody Absolutely. if I knew somebody on stage. It was funny because over the fourth um, that week, the week of the fourth that we were off, Rudy was doing a show close by, and Gogo had been sick. We barely left the house, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Justin, we should go to this." And we were both like, "Yeah, yeah, we should totally go to this." And I was like, "I don't know." The idea of like seeing Rudy live, like we'd have to like either a text him that we're going, or yeah. b like hide yeah. in the back. Because I was like, I know Rudy too well to sit anywhere near. Mm -hmm. But, like, what is your protocol for your friends going? I, I would prefer that they sat in the back. Yeah. And, like, should yeah. they text you that they're going or just, like, show up? To me, it doesn't matter if okay. I know you're in the crowd or not. doesn't matter to me. I just don't want you close. Same. Yeah. 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 I could see that. Because, first off, some of these jokes you've probably already heard. Yeah. They, they may have come to a show. Or maybe I've just said it on the show at some point. But the other part is I want it organically for somebody I don't know to have a yes. good experience. Yeah. yeah. And enjoy that joke for the first time. Yeah. Because yeah. my friends there, then... I don't know, and I got a bunch of loudmouth friends, you know, yeah, yeah. who don't who, who think it's funny to come to a show and then yell stuff. And it's like, I get that you and I know each other, but everyone else thinks totally. you're an asshole that doesn't know that I know you. So like, stop it. Yeah, I would that's right. never. That's I would right. never do that. I would be, but I would have like, I was more of along the protocol because I trust me. Like I know you too well, where I wouldn't want to sit close. It's just too like. Yep, that person I know. Like, and I know there's like a stage like persona that you have to like tap yeah. into. But my big thing was like, do we tell him or do we not? Because like, it'd also be weird if you're like kind of scanning the room and then you're like, oh, there's somebody I know. That, is, that has happened before. You have look out in the crowd and you're like, oh, wow, didn't know that person was here. And yeah. then you stumble your words and yeah. then you're in your head. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. We couldn't get a babysitter, so you're lucky. So we didn't even have to hit that dilemma. But uh, uh, trust me, we're one of these days because I just, it would be super fun to see your show. Are we going to be seeing people like Andy Kindler and Bobby Slayton and people like that coming back to town anytime soon? I don't think so. It's just not going to happen anymore, uh, is it? I, I think a lot of the, and I don't want to uh. just put him in that category as an older comic, but I think guys like Andy Kindler have been around for a long time. After COVID, those guys don't want to travel anymore. That's what I hear, It's yeah. too much. It just yeah. it got to be too uh. much. And then there was, uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's... It's uh, it's definitely becoming a young younger man's game because you oh know, I could see that yeah you know, back in the day it was if you wanted to do this you you went out you worked on your craft then you got management and then they helped you out with promotion and blah 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 now it's all on you 
Yeah. You have to be so motivated to cut clips, to go out, to record your sets, to keep writing, to do the posters, to promote the shows. You have to. It's like a small business. That's really what it is. But not having them come into the studio every Friday, every Thursday, Friday. I mean, it was wonderful. Yeah. And it was everybody. Yeah, and, and we're you know it's slowly kind of getting there. I think the biggest thing for us is to stay consistent with it, mm-hmm. like having comics that come in. Because I was just talking to uh, Patrick Strait from Minnesota Comedy, who's going to be with us next Tuesday, mm-hmm. and he's been getting a lot of the in studio comics. And we got Lori Kilmartin coming in on Thursday, oh, I, I believe. Her. Who is, She's is great, isn't she? She's a nice person. Too. Super nice, very funny. She'll be in studio on Thursday because she's going to be at Acme this week. But you know, and even when Lori comes in, she had asked, "Is it okay if I wear a mask?" I said, if you'd like, I I said, I hope you don't, I hope you are okay with us not wearing one. And she said, yeah, absolutely. Not a problem. You guys don't have to. I just feel more comfortable. And I said, whatever makes you feel more comfortable to put out your best performance. Absolutely. But for a lot of these comics, they just don't want to do it. Well, if you ever see me wearing a mask, I just robbed a bank. So there you go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's that deal. I mean, one thing I will tell you about that, that that I, I hold dearly is Andy, Alex, my wife, made friendships with, with great, great people, actors, comedians, all those people. They all used to come in. Like Andy and Gilbert Gottfried got to be pretty good friends. And when he died, when Gilbert died, it, it was not easy on Andy, I'll tell you that. Yeah. So that's part of having him come in for the family show that, ah, oh, Jesus, it just, that part was very, very sad. When all of those people, Louie and all those people died at this I know. It was all within one year, wasn't it, pretty much? I think it was all within like five to six months. Yeah, it's like, you're right. Yeah, it's like Louie um, and then uh, Bob Saget. Bob Saget, yeah. great guy. Great guy, Bob Saget. He was another one. Jeff Cesario hasn't even been in town. What the hell, Cesario? Let's go. Yeah, speaking of, I just listened to Cesario's first record the other day. I love it. He's one of the best. And I've reached out to that guy, and I'm like, hey, because I know he lives in Los Angeles, and he's yeah. got a young daughter. Yes, he does. Very young. Yeah. I think his daughter, I think his Jeff is in his like mid-60s, upper 60s, and he's got a daughter who's like seven or eight. Yeah. So, yeah. I think he probably, probably early to mid 60s I would, well maybe you're right though yeah maybe i don't know so i don't know but i i did i sent him a line and just said anytime you want to come back to town if you're hanging out with family we'd love to have you in you know we're all big fans do you so. respond uh, he hasn't yet no cesario you pain in you cesario huh that's all i've got to say <laughs> yeah. to him stick to the tumbling stick to the tumbling and you know what's funny about that most people younger than the two of you have no idea what tumbling even is yeah I know what right tumbling they is. have yeah. no clue what tumbling is well you got family involved in that, though, that, all that athletics and all that bullshit. Yeah, but, like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you have a kid, you sign them up for tumbling. Yeah, yeah. right. There yeah. you go. Yeah, but they don't even know. Stick to the tumbling. What does he mean? What does that mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what? Totally. Yeah. All right, we do have to take a break. Come back. We'll wrap it up right after this. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. 
and tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. So, if you've been following my progress with MinnesotaFatLoss.com, I've lost right at 27 pounds, and you can too with the MMFatLoss.com Summer Special, $200 off, now only through July 30th. I'm going into my maintenance phase. I can't recommend this program any higher. Of course, any fat loss program is going to take some effort, but honestly, with MMFatLoss.com comes secret to fat loss. This program was way easier than I expected. The maintenance program allows me to add back in some more of the foods I love and still maintain my weight loss. You will absolutely be able to lose weight like I've done and save $200 with their summer special. 200 bucks off now through July 30th. If you want to find out the secret to losing 20 to 30 pounds in just eight weeks, just like I'm doing, that's about a pound of fat every day. No exercise required. To schedule your free consultation, go to mnfatloss.com. That's mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. Be sure to tell the team at mnfatloss.com that Tom Bernard sent you. Hi, this is Tom Bernard. My friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94 would like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., I'll tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers and pickup campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com, Niemeyer's.com. The up to the five grand off sales event ends July 31st. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. We are back to wrap it up, ladies and gentlemen. If you ask someone what state had the worst drivers, the answer would be easy, the state that they're driving in right now. That's probably true. <laughs> I know, right? Because I would say Minnesota. I wouldn't. Because that's where I do most of my driving. Mm -hmm. I don't. Would I say Minnesota? I mean. You don't know if you would or not. I don't know. The tailgating here has gotten horrible. I know. You were talking about that. I would say sometimes we don't know rules that we don't deal with a lot. Like, they just started out adding roundabouts everywhere. Oh, they were everywhere now, yeah. And I don't think most Minnesotans know how to take on a roundabout. No, they don't. You're right. And like me included when I first, when we first started getting them. And now we've got a bunch near us where I'm like, okay, I can feel this out. Go with the flow. But there's a lot of times in those roundabouts you have to know that like people might be jumping in at any time. Well, I like too, as you're waiting to get on, the person who's coming around it, you, there's no indication if he, they're going to exit or they're going to continue on. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot of weird things. I love roundabouts though. I think there is a 
a time and place for them, but then there are situations where you go, why did you put a roundabout Well, there? maybe, yeah, that's probably like, true. This just didn't need it. Okay, so for a more scientific answer, not the state you're driving in right now, more scientific answer, consumer affairs, analyze it. Uh, before I, because I have not seen them yet, would you, what would you say are the worst states for driving? I've driven in a, quite a few states, so I would mm-hmm. say Washington State is pretty bad. Okay. Um, I, I really feel like Iowa could probably step it up a little bit in the driving okay. department. They're not great. And then Alabama. I think Alabama was probably the worst state. I think just because oh, really? well, the roads are garbage there. Yeah, that's what I understand. Yeah. Okay, this will be, I don't want to piss anyone off, but Montana because sometimes they're just accepting the fact that they have a speed limit because they haven't had a speed limit right. for very long. That's very true. So I'm not saying they're bad driving, but sometimes you have moments where you go, was that a spaceship that just flew by me? Because mm-hmm. they're so used to just doing things that they want to do. I'm going to go with Ohio. Okay. And I, I don't know if it's any worse than anywhere else, but there are a lot of, in a very small space, there are a lot of big cities. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, I, I don't know. We'll find out right now. Uh, for a more scientific answer, Consumer Affairs analyzed data from the Department of Transportation and National Highway Transportation Safety Administration. Then they rank cities based on four factors. Oh, I might have to go back to Minnesota. DUI. Oh. <laughs> Crash fatalities per 100,000 people. The number of family uh, fatalities due to bad driving, DUI, and speeding. Well, everywhere is like that now, though, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah. Pretty much everywhere I've driven anyway. Bad driving includes stuff like driving the wrong way and one-way traffic. Yeah, you don't want to do that. Failing to yield, that happens all the time. Aggressive, careless driving, making improper turns, and recklessly changing lanes and tailgating on busy roads. Uh, we're about to get to it. Here we go. In the end, the state with the worst drivers is, you were close, Tennessee. Okay. Mm. Yeah. There, I've never... Witnessed any. I've driven in Tennessee a lot, and I've never seen bad driving. Really? It's interesting. Uh, Tennessee, which has four cities. Yeah, I see four cities in the top ten. Sure. That's why I picked Ohio for this exact same reason. Uh, including the worst city, Memphis is the worst place to drive. I've driven to Memphis, never had any problem with it. The other three were Knoxville, Clarksville, and Chattanooga. I love Chattanooga. Leave uh, Chattanooga alone, right by the lake and the mountain there. It's a very fun word to say. <clears throat> Chattanooga is, yes. The 10 worst cities with the worst drivers are, uh, well, I'll go to the bottom and come back to the top because uh, Memphis was, was the worst, apparently. Okay. Rockford, Illinois. <laughs> Hesperia, California. Pardon me. Mm. Uh, Victorville, California. Yeah, Detroit. There it is, Cleveland. I kind of figured Cleveland would be in there. St. Louis, Macon, Georgia. Albuquerque, New Mexico. Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And Memphis, Tennessee, does any of that surprise you? No, because the, the logistics are, you first have to have cops that are actively looking to, like, pursue those things. And when you start thinking about that city aspect, I go, of course, Montana are thing bigger, you know, cities that are states that are less kind of, like, micromanaging. Aren't, they're not going to be on the list. You know, why isn't Tevin here today? It would have been a perfect time. Detroit, Cleveland, St. Louis, Macon, Georgia. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Memphis. 
Well, they've got a lot of people of color there. That's why they're driving so bad. Oh, God. See, I wish I, why isn't Tevin here so I could insult him? See, we should have him here no, seven days a week. Why do you think it is? It, it, well, maybe they explain why it is. Despite having two small cities in the top ten, California had the best drivers overall, along with Texas. The ten cities with the safest drivers are Henderson, Nevada, College Station, uh, Texas, Pearland, Texas, Glendale, California, Lynn, Massachusetts, McKinney, Texas, Bellevue, Washington, Oxnard, California, and Cary, North Carolina. But the, the safest city in America in which to drive, I think, is going to surprise you. Tell me. Although it's small, so that might be one of the reasons. Green Bay, Wisconsin. Say, Green Bay, Wisconsin. Wow. Right. Yeah. So you find them to be pretty safe drivers? Uh, well, here's the thing. I was driving to Green Bay for a show one night, and my, my ways was like, you are six minutes from your destination, which was in downtown Green Bay. And I'm like, I am in the middle of a cornfield right now. Yeah. How? Where is Green Bay, Wisconsin, <laughs> for God's sakes? <laughs> Isn't Green Bay the one that does that crazy, this street is now, you can go this way on it, and now you can go this way on it? Like, it has different, uh, like, not lanes, but, like, completely, like, highways that they open up for different oncoming. Yeah, I want to say that and Omaha Mm. really do that well, where they say... Traffic's really bad going east, so now this these, this whole mm-hmm. like I want to say lane. Well, no, they, like, yeah, they do that here in Minneapolis on three ninety four. Like open up. Yeah, so the middle lane. So if it's the early morning, it's going into the city, and then in the afternoon right. they turn it around, and then it's coming out of the city. That that middle lane goes both ways. So yeah, we do have that here in Minneapolis. Oh, but that's I mean, only that's, if you pay to get on it. That's yeah, that is only. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 This right. one's not the pay thing. Like they right. literally oh, gotcha. have an. And I think that's Green Bay that does that. And I know it's Omaha as well that have those like whole like giant chunks that are not paid. They're just mm-hmm. switch. And so, yeah, hmm. that's kind of cool. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. A, a brilliant show, I thought. I yeah. thought so. Yeah, no, it's unbelievable. Put it on my resume. We'll talk to you tomorrow.